Welcome to Eureka with Alicia, episode number 15. Good day, mates. How's it hanging? I am very tired today. I bet you can hear it in my voice. I just got back from Oregon, where I was celebrating one of my favorite people on this planet. She's one of my oldest, dearest friends, and she's gonna get married real soon. So we were in McMinnville, Oregon, which I did not know was an actual place, but it's extremely lovely. We went to a ton of wineries and amazing restaurants, and the whole weekend was a giant sleepover of your dreams. So we laughed, we played games, we got super weird. It was amazing. Since COVID, I am super bad about meeting up with friends. I've become quite the hermit. But this weekend showed me that sometimes it's great to get out of the house and just laugh and talk about anything with people that aren't your dog. So 10 out of 10 recommend if you're ever in Oregon, hit up McMinnville. Go to R. Stewart. That place was dope. I wish I bought a candle, but I didn't. Anyway, this week we are talking about proof of truth, which is a coaching tool. It's actually coined by Byron Katie. Whenever people ask me for book recommendations, I always recommend first and foremost Loving What Is, written by Byron Katie. I have read this book about a hundred times and I will never stop reading it. And it is hands down the biggest reason I get my clients such fast results. So proof of truth is also one of my lessons that I teach in my curriculum to my clients. And since I have a client on this concept this week, I decided to combine my efforts here and I'm going to teach you all this exact same lesson. So we all have wicked smart brains and I decide that we should use the shit out of them today. So let's do it. So proof of truth concept is pretty advanced. Fair warning here. If you've never listened to my podcast before or have no idea what thought work is, then maybe go back to the beginning before you start here. Okay, here it is. Basically, when we start to learn that our thoughts create everything in our life and we're starting to really see that all of our thoughts are optional, what can tend to happen is, you know, to smart, sneaky people like myself, we begin to try to cut corners, if you will, in this work. I am not kidding. Our brain on its own, unmanaged, is like a rebellious stoner in high school who only cares about passing with a bare minimum, right? They could not give a fuck less about actually learning and integrating the things that are being taught, especially when it comes to dealing with our emotions. This is what our brain does. And that's because our primitive brain only thinks in terms of survival, Okay, it wants to conserve all of our finite energy and it thinks stuff like thought work and processing emotions is a big fat waste of time. It's going to ask like, what if we need this valuable energy later, right? What if a tiger starts chasing us? What are we going to do? But the truth is there's not going to be a tiger later. 
hopefully, depending on where you live. I don't know. So we have to just start noticing how our brain really thinks our well-being and our incredible potential and success just isn't worth the energy. And we want to start showing our brain that it actually super is worth it, like 100% is worth it. Our brain would love to cheat its way to peace and enlightenment. It would love to be lazy and steal all the answers off of someone else's test, not put in any effort, but that's impossible. You actually have to do the work yourself if you want these amazing benefits. And it's worth it. It is so worth it. Trust me, you don't want someone else to do this for you. So I totally became this person very quickly after I got the basics down myself. This was like five years ago. I thought I could be so smart and just catch a thought right away and then say, oh, I know that thought's not true, so no more work needs to be done. Let's just switch it around. And then I would plateau and get frustrated and not move forward and be like, why isn't this shit working anymore? Right? I felt all entitled. And this is why it's so important to have your own coach. I would never let a client get away with this kind of stuff. But when it's my own brain, I just think, oh, I can just sneak above all this busy work, save some extra energy, right? Even though my clients aren't allowed to, but I'm allowed to save some extra energy. And I'm just going to take a little shortcut. But there are no shortcuts. If you really want to get to peace and freedom and relief, You use the proof of truth concept here to stay in your story. Staying in your story is uncomfortable and the brain hates how much energy it uses up. So what do I mean when I say stay in your story? This just means you stay in the painful thoughts you have been believing, right? You've been believing they're true. You stay there. You face them. You look at them. You turn them over in your hands and evaluate them. You stay with them long enough to let the thoughts let go of you, right? You can't stop thinking a thought. You can't let go of a thought. But if you look at it long enough, that thought can let go of you. This is the incredible place we want to get to. So this concept is needed when we don't want to stay with our story, when we don't want to get uncomfortable and would much rather have a shortcut or a quick fix. A thought swap right? Would be so convenient. But what happens is we don't really believe it. It's like putting a band-aid on a broken bone. It's doing nothing to actually fix the problem. This is where we start to use this work against ourselves. And we want to be aware of when we do this and why, because it is not useful. The irony is you start this work just recognizing all of it's a story. None of our thoughts are factual, and we get to choose new thoughts that actually serve us. But the most transformative, rewarding work happens when you let yourself stay in what you've been believing is true and then face all the discomfort that's there, right? You face it with conscious love, with conscious understanding. We don't want to immediately move to changing a story so we can feel better. That's a sign that we're afraid of feeling negative emotion 
because something bad might happen if we feel it. And this just isn't true. Believing you have to run away from negative emotion literally causes more negative emotion. I wish people would see this. But being willing to stay in your story and allow that negative emotion causes less negative emotion. It seems backwards, but if you try it, you'll finally see how it works. So I'm going to give you an example to show you exactly how proof of truth works. Say a client comes to me. They say, I don't have enough time in the day, right? They're super in their story. They're like, I have it so much harder than other people. It's impossible to do everything I need to do. I feel depressed, overwhelmed. It's all too much, right? You feel that energy. You feel how heavy it is. So if you're new to this work, if you're like a new client or maybe even a new coach, right, just learning these concepts, you might take all these optional thoughts that you're just given and see them as a problem, right? Be like, ooh, that sucks. We need to change these. We need to get away from this. They might have an immediate reaction to change that overwhelm into something better, happier, positive, right? Right? Because it's way too scary there. But it's not scary. Overwhelm is a harmless vibration in your body. It's not going to hurt you. But anyway, they might rush themselves and ask, okay, So what do I need to think instead in order to feel more calm and centered? Or what do I need to do instead in order to feel more connected and present? Right? Do you see how that's just a band-aid on a broken bone? Do you feel how that's not really fixing anything? It almost feels more stressful to go there. Right? Because we haven't even dealt with the overwhelm, the real actual problem yet. We haven't even begun facing the thoughts here. We've looked at them, yeah, maybe took a quick glance at them, but we haven't studied them. We haven't done any work. When you look at a cover of a book, do you go out and tell everyone you've read that book? No, because you don't actually understand that book until you've opened it up and read every page. Where I start with my clients here is by saying, of course you're overwhelmed, Of course you feel depressed when you tell yourself you have it harder and you don't have enough time. That makes so much sense, right? Believing these thoughts is really painful. Look at what you've been choosing to think and feel. It has been very hard for you. And also, it's totally not a problem. It's totally normal and human to be overwhelmed. It is so normal to experience it. And it doesn't mean anything has gone wrong here. We really want to make the negative emotion a less scary place to be. It's safe to feel negative emotion. It's healthy to feel your negative emotion. Now we can actually get somewhere. Now we're more willing to stay in the story without trying to cut class. No one is forcing us to do anything whenever we feel safe. Now we can finally start to use the proof of truth concept. And the way we do that is we take one thought, and I'll take one from the above. Let's use, I have it so much harder than other people. Just one thought. That's it. And then we'll ask, okay, what is your proof of this truth? In other words, what is your proof that you actually do have it so much harder? 
this will unearth so much more than what you're currently seeing. You want to find all the reasons you believe this is true. You want to let yourself find all the evidence or proof because that is where our work is. That is where it begins. So your proof might be, I'm a single parent and I have no one to help support me and my two kids. Or I'm going to grad school, I'm working full time and I'm raising children and it's way too much all at once. Or I don't have enough time to exercise and relax. I have no extra time in my day for just myself. Or other people in school and at work have husbands or they don't have any kids or they have more money or they have more time. So therefore, they have it so much easier than I do. Or other people have had a more successful life because they didn't have to experience all the things I went through. That is the ticket to proof of truth. That is the money piece. That is where we begin our studying. So don't make the mistake I did and think you can cut out that valuable and necessary work. When you see one conscious thought, you don't just get to swap it out for a positive one. You don't just get to try and plug in something that will make you feel better. That is not how this works. Because every thought has a hidden underlying belief that's usually ruining our emotional lives. And our emotional life dictates our direction. It dictates our behavior. So we don't want to bypass looking at the underlying beliefs. We want to face them. So with the help of a coach, or if you develop this skill by yourself, you want to go find that belief. So if we look at these thoughts, the first few proofs we've gathered, they go like this. We take it's too much, turns into, I'm not enough to face all of this, right? That's the underlying belief. I don't have what it takes. It should all be less. I should have different circumstances than I do. Or we have, I don't have extra time. And that turns into, I should have more time than I already do. Time should change in order to make me feel better. What I do have is not enough. Or others have it much easier. That turns into people should all have the same exact circumstances in order for things to be fair, right? Life should be fair. It's impossible for me when life is unfair. We take success is created by our circumstances and we turn that into my circumstances should be different than they are. I'm a failure because of the things I cannot control. I will never succeed because of my past. Do you see how these stories change up? Do you see how they reveal what the underlying belief is? How much heavier are those thoughts than the original thoughts? How much more revealing are there? It does not sound as appealing or empathy-inducing, right? We don't go to our friends and say, I'm a failure. No, we're just going and complaining about oh, this is hard and this is hard. And we don't see how what we're really believing is everything should be different. I'm a failure. It sounds more like scarcity and self-pity. And that's because that's exactly what it is. 
And we need proof of truth because so many of us are wallowing in self-pity, but not admitting to ourselves that that's what we're actually doing. That's what we're choosing. And without a safe space to admit that and to become more aware of it, our brain will never get to that place of confession on its own. But undoing even just one of these proofs can undo an entire family of limiting beliefs in an instant. It starts spreading like a wildfire and it transforms these old shitty stories that have really been holding us back. This is the best way to discover what really has a hold over you. Yes, you can see some of your thoughts, but what are the thoughts that are beneath them? What are the thoughts you can't see that are dictating all of your power, focus, and momentum? We want to undo these so it's actually possible to mend that bone and make room for feeling more connected and present and calm. So there you have it. That is an example lesson from my actual client's curriculum. Immediately after a lesson, that is when we get into the undoing part the freeing and relieving part. That is where the coaching begins. That's where we take one human brain and we see what they're believing. Even though limiting beliefs are very generalized and we all hold many similar ones, we all have unique stories. And that's where the one-on-one attention is so valuable because we find out what it is your brain has decided is true. And we get to undo that together. And it is my honor to do that for so many beautiful souls. Damn, it feels good to be free from all of this heaviness that we don't need to be carrying around. All right, have an amazing day, my friends. I'll see you next week. Bye. If you're loving what you're learning on this podcast and want to apply these concepts to your life, then go to my website, aliciaturnercoaching.com and book a free consultation right now. See you there.